and welcome to This Week in James City County. I'm your host, Renee Dolman. Today I'm sitting down with two representatives from constitutional offices here in the county. I have Cheryl Cochet, and Cheryl is the assistant treasurer for the county. Welcome. Thank you, Renee. Glad to be here. Glad to have you. We are joined by Richard Bradshaw. Richard is the Commissioner of the Revenue for James City County. Welcome. Well, good morning. It's my pleasure to be here as well. All right. Well, I thought it would be a great idea if we all got together to talk about a recent ordinance change that was put into place by the Board of Supervisors regarding business license fees. And I thought might as well bring in, you know, the two folks that know the most about it. And you all said yes. So let's begin. What changed? Previously, what we did with the business license process was existing businesses were to send in um, their renewal application forms by March 1st every year, and then they had until April 5th to submit their payment. And what our office, the treasurer's office, did is we would send out invoices to all those businesses that didn't submit payment with their renewal application. This year, though, we're, we're moving more in line with what other localities across the state of Virginia do, which is do file and pay on the same date. So March 1st is now going to be the due date for filing and paying for business license. Okay, so tell me again, how does this work if I'm a business that works in James City County? Every business is required to to file a business license return every year, Okay, declaring their gross receipts from the previous year. These are then processed to determine what the business license tax will be. Could be as little as $30, could be as considerably more. If your gross receipts were less than $50,000, your business license is probably going to be $30. Okay. If it's between $50,000 and $100,000, then it's going to be a $50 fee. If your gross receipts for a year are over $100,000, then it becomes determined by the rate for your particular type of business. But it would be, uh, again, more than the 50 or the $30 fees. Uh, these are filed and are due by March the 1st every year. And as Cheryl was saying, in previous years, if you got your filing in by March the 1st, you were could be billed for the actual tax. This year, that's not going to happen. Okay. Uh, you're going to have to pay the tax basically at the time of filing, and it is for a calendar year. The gross receipts is a number you're going to have for your accountant. Right. And so it's not that difficult a number to come by. Okay. I understand that there are differences among the different businesses. You have different categories that a business might fall into. So there are different rates that are charged for that business license. So you do have the standard flat fee of $30 and $50, as Richard was explaining, depending Mm -hmm. on gross receipts. But then if you fall into certain categories, you're charged at different rates. So businesses might have questions in terms of how much they owe. But I know that the Commissioner of Revenue's office is a great resource for businesses to go to. And if they have any questions on what they owe for business license, the commissioner's office will walk them through their assessments for the given year. And keeping in mind that this is a change in in our uh, way of doing business, Mm -hmm. we have added a few things to our website. Currently, we have both a physical calculation page where you can print it out and do a physical calculation. We are currently working on an automatic calculation page where all you would have to do is pull up your business plug in your gross receipts for each particular category, and the license will be calculated for you. You'll have it down at the bottom of the page, and then you can actually print that page off and sign it and send it in as your return. Okay. Uh, But it will tell you exactly what the 
the license tax is going to be for the current year. If we could maybe step back for a minute, you all represent two different constitutional offices, but you're both dealing with taxes. How does that work? It's a basic accounting principle and separation of duties. The, the commissioner's office is responsible for assessing the taxes. Okay. Uh, applying a tax rate to whatever the basis for that tax is. Whether it's a car it's or a, a house. Car, a, a house a, or a business. Okay. And then the treasurer's office is responsible for collecting those oh, taxes. Okay. You, uh, basic accounting principles say that you do not want to have those two functions being done by the same individual. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Again, like I said, it's a basic separation of duties. Okay. Yes, and so on on a bill, a taxpayer will normally see two phone numbers. So if there is a question about making a payment or anything with regard to the amounts owed in total, they give our office a call and we can help them understand their balances due and help them with making a payment. Richard's office can help them with the assessment side. If they have any questions on, hey, do I really still own that car? Or, hey, this business is actually supposed to be this category, then Richard's office would help them with that. Well, and you all are actually located across the hallway from each other. Yes, we are. Which is very convenient because I've been there to pay my personal property Mm. taxes. And sometimes you see somebody start at the treasurer's window, then go over to the commissioner of the revenue and then back to the treasurer. That that happens quite often. (laughs) It's handy Uh. to be so close. All right. So back to the business licenses. So it's a calendar year. So January 1st through December 31st, if I was a business owner, I would then get all of my gross receipts. What is a gross receipt? Uh, Gross receipts are how much people paid you for your work. Okay. Uh, Is before any deductions. Okay. It is not to be confused with the net. Most people, most businesses do not have have their net income ready by the 1st of March. But they, the gross receipts, what you were paid during the course of the year, that is, like I said, that's a, a fairly standard number that you are going to have to have to furnish to your accountant. Okay. So I'm going to get that number. I may have to go to the website and print out that worksheet and figure it out. Or if I have any questions, I can give you a call at the Commissioner of the Rev. I'm sitting here pointing at you, and this is an audio <laughs> podcast. Um, uh, I'd call the Commissioner right. of the Revenue's and, and office. Again, I, I'm going to go ahead and give you the phone number now. That would now. be great. I'm uh, a license inspector, Jennifer Finney. Mm-hmm. She can be reached at 253-6698. Okay. We're open 8 to 5, Monday through Friday. Okay. And if you have a problem give us a call. Okay. So I have my, my papers are ready. Then what do I do with them? It's after January 1st. I have my gross receipts. I know how much I'm going to have to pay for my business license. Then what do I do? You will again, you will have received a renewal notice from us. Okay. All businesses should have those in hand by now. Okay. And what you would do is sign your return, put the check in the same envelope and mail it back to the commissioner's office. And we'll take care of the rest. Okay. Yes, the commissioner's office will set up the invoices then, and we will apply the the payments that are submitted to those particular bills, and then we will send a business license in the mail to those businesses. So um, businesses should be receiving their licenses shortly for 2019. Okay. What if I was a brand new business? Would I get an invoice? 
a new business will be receiving an invoice once they've sat down with the commissioner's office and uh, worked through their application. Okay. There is, there is an application process, and there is a lot of documentation that needs to, that you would need to provide with that. Home occupations have to have zoning approval. Right. Uh, if you have a trade name, that has to be registered either with the state corporation commission or the clerk of the circuit court. You know, things of that sort need to be done. Applications and instructions for them are available on our website, jamescitycountyva.gov. And if you look for look for the either the commissioner of the revenues page or at the top there is a uh, business pull down, okay. and you can go to business license from that as well. Okay. You set a date. When do I need to have my check into the office? March 1st. March 1st. Okay. And that invoice, when should I start to expect that to hit my mailbox? Well, this year we are moving away from invoices. Oh, okay. So the ordinance change, what it did, it's implemented March 1 as the filing date and the pay date. So going forward... Businesses should not expect invoices in the mail. This year, 2019, because it's the transition year, Mm -hmm. we are going to submit invoices to anybody who filed their renewal notice by February 1st. So there will be some invoices going out in the mail this year. We're going to send out notices when we send out those invoices as well, reminding everybody once this ordinance is completely in effect and we're done with the transition, there will no longer be invoices. Okay. And to just remember that that March 1st is a magical date. File and pay date. Okay. Yes. Now, let's pretend that I have a food truck and I sometimes do business in the county. I sometimes do business in the city of Williamsburg. I sometimes do business in York County. Do I have to have a separate business license and pay taxes in all three? Yes, you do. Okay. And especially with a food truck, you've got a lot of things going on there. Okay. Uh, you not only have a business license that has to be filed with each of the three jurisdictions, you also have food and beverage tax okay. that has to be collected and remitted every month to those three uh, jurisdictions as well. Okay. So I should probably table my idea then right now to do a peanut butter and jelly food truck because that would be about all I could do. Well, it sounds like a great idea, but it is a lot of work. (laughs) I I like peanut butter and jelly. Okay. Well, we'll see. We'll see. York County and the city of Williamsburg, do they have the same due date? Yes, they do. Okay. March the 1st is pretty much the standard uh, across the state. Okay. Okay. Well, that makes it easier then for those businesses that are doing business in multiple jurisdictions. Yes. We we did hear from businesses in prior years saying, hey, why can't we do the same thing that we do in other localities? And we, we did hear that feedback and we wanted to we wanted to take that into consideration when we talked to the board about this change of ordinance. Then speaking of hearing feedback, what have you heard so far about the new change? Well, this year it's still early on, okay. so we haven't had as much feedback yet, but I'm, I'm very curious to hear as people come in for the March 1st deadline. Okay. What else can we talk about? Just going forward, we will be invoicing for new businesses. I just want to remind them of that. Okay. That if you are starting out, uh, you will have 30 days to pay from turning in your application, and we will continue with that process. Okay. Okay. So and new the, businesses will, yeah, will still... The one thing to remember about a business license, just because... It is that if you're being paid something uh, for for work that you're done or for merchandise uh, on a regular basis, and it is not covered on a W-2, mm-hmm. you need to have a business license. Okay. And that business license is going to be uh, in the jurisdiction where your business is based. Okay. You, you find that you know retail, it's fairly easy to to figure where it is, it's where does the sale take place. Mm-hmm. But many services, 
uh, such as lawn care. Those are, uh, again, where you're, you know, at, most of them are operated out of someone's home. That jurisdiction that covers that business license would be where the home is. Uh, okay, uh, okay. Or where your, where your office is. Uh, any type of service is based that way. But again, if you have a business or are thinking about starting a business, really the best thing to do is call. Most definitely. Okay, and that number again? Uh, that would be 253-6698. Uh, again, my business license inspector is Jennifer Finney, and she'll be more than happy to walk you through all of the processes. Anything else to talk about, Cheryl? I just want to remind everybody, if you have any questions out there, if you're a business and you want to know about balances that you owe, or if you want another copy of your business license, please give our office a call, 253-6705. All right. Well, as you both know, I tend to ask little off-topic questions at the end of each podcast, and I had you both choose a number before we got started. I think that, Cheryl, you chose number five, and you both are going to answer both questions, so you're not off the hook. So what is your favorite time of day and why? And we'll start with you, Cheryl. All right. Thank you. Um, I enjoy a good sunset. I think it's a very calming time of day. Um, Usually it's very pretty out. I love the the different colors that you see. Um, I have a friend who lives on the water and so I enjoy seeing the sunset from his house. Very nice. Okay. How about you, Richard? I'm quite the opposite. Okay. Believe it or not, I really enjoy mornings uh, when the sun is coming up. And quite frankly, when I'm coming to work, I see some of the most beautiful sunrises, especially this time of year. But when you get up, the day is new. It oftentimes feels, uh, you can feel it especially if it's been after a stormy night. Mm -hmm. You walk out and everything is just absolutely beautiful, uh, green, and uh, especially around here. So oddly enough, I am a uh, while I tend to sleep late sometimes, (laughs) I I really do enjoy the mornings. All right. So we kind of have both ends of the spectrum covered here, which is good. Okay, Richard, you had question number 12. And we have to talk about why do you choose 12? Well, that goes back to whenever anybody asks how old you are, you I always tell them twelve. And we agree that twelve uh, is 12 a good is age. Twelve is a wonderful age because you're old enough to be able to do a lot of things, and still too young to be held responsible for it when <laughs> things go wrong. Love it. Okay, question number twelve: If you had one extra hour of free time a day, how would you use it? And we'll start with you, Richard. I would probably spend it reading. Okay, uh, some sort of a science fiction type novel, uh, fantasy type, type novels, uh, never have enough time to, to sit down and actually read things of that sort. Most of the time my reading is code books, (laughs) appeals, all the fun kinds of reading. Oh yes. Technical stuff. Uh, being able to, to sit down and read something just for pleasure. Very nice. How about you, Cheryl? With one extra hour of the day, um, I know I would like to um, spend more quality time with with friends and family. That Aww. would be that would be a good way to to spend an hour of uh, catching up. I know I know I have my work family, and I, I love all of them. Spending the forty <laughs> hours a week with them, and it's it's wonderful. But it would be it would be nice to spend some time with the with the outside family as well. All right. Well, great answers to both questions. Well, I sure appreciate you both coming in and sitting with us and trying to explain a little bit more about how this whole 
wild world of business licenses and taxes work. Oh, Renee, it's been my pleasure. And again, I do want to emphasize if anyone has any issues with really any type of taxes, they can give my office a call, stop by and visit. We're open eight to five, Monday through Friday. Just walk on in. Okay. And again, your phone number? The business license phone number Mm -hmm. is 253-6698. Okay. General tax questions Mm -hmm. would come to to our regular office number, which is 253-6695. Okay. And you said to come on in. Where are you all located? We're at the James City County Government Center, Mm -hmm. 101 Mounts Bay Road, uh, building B is in Boxer. (laughs) Boxer or Bradshaw. Well... Whatever you need to do. <laughs> Which, whatever whatever uh, way you can remember it, that's where we are. And we're here at 8 to 5, Monday through Friday. All right. More than happy to help you out any way we can. All right. Thanks so much. And Cheryl, thank you so much. Thank you so much, Renee. I really appreciate this opportunity to get to talk to everybody through this podcast. And what's the telephone number for your office? We can be reached at 253-6705. That's our main line. And mm-hmm. anybody can help that picks up the phone. So All right. You go. Great. And you all are located right across the hallway from each other. Yes. Yes. Same building. So we're easy to find. Well, that wraps up this episode of This Week in James City County. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, please take a moment to go online and subscribe to our podcast. That way you'll be sure to never miss an episode. You can also go to our website at jamescitycountyva.gov slash podcast. And while there, you're going to be able to see all of the episodes that we've done. I think this is episode 69, I believe, or we're close to 70. Anyhow, while there, you can see all of those. There's a form. You can complete it. Let me know of other show ideas, guest ideas. We would love to hear from you. So thanks again, and we will talk with you next week. Mm-hmm.